0: Hello and welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. Today on the show, Nils Hognestad is on to discuss his short film he's working on called Fort Macbeth. Joining me on the phone here today is Nils Hognestad. Uh, Nils, how are we doing here today?
1: Oh, superb. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty well as well. I wanted to talk to you about uh, this short film that uh, you're working on. Uh, What can you tell me about it?
1: Well, it's called Fort Macbeth, and it is about uh, a director who moves to Fort McMurray uh, in the hopes to change the oil town from the reputation of being an oil town to a global classical theater hub with his production of Macbeth. But uh, through the curse of Macbeth, he believes his life and the show to be cursed, and he had to turn to the community. He was looking to change in order to get his life and the show back on track.
0: So what made you want to come up with this idea?
1: Well, um, I moved uh, up to Fort Mac, I guess, a bit over a year ago, and um, I uh, I moved here because my husband works in the oil sands, and um, I decided that I wanted to create a project that was based here, and sort of based off of my life experience, and also was uh, using the resources that I had here readily available, and Um, I wanted to show Fort McMurray in the positive light that it actually is, and I think it's been given a really bad reputation from, you know, a lot of documentaries and um, a lot of environmental sources, and when you actually live in the community, it's a very different world that's super unique, and I've been wanting to highlight that in some way, so... I wrote this script in order to be able to show off what the community really does have to offer and show that it is so much more than just an oil town and that the community here is really what makes the people here love it.
0: Is this your first time shooting something in Fort McMurray?
1: It is my first time shooting something here. I have a plan to do some more, but this is going to be my first project that I'm working on here
0: and i'm assuming this will be primarily shot in fort mcmurray and surrounding area
1: it is exclusively going to be shot within fort mcmurray and uh, something that's quite unique about that is that there is no other comedy script that has ever been done here that was actually shot and located here in fort mcmurray there was FUBAR in 2002 that was set in fort mcmurray but it wasn't even shot here it was actually shot in fort saskatchewan and in edmonton so this is going to be a uh, first time that this is ever going to be happening here in Fort McMurray.
0: Down the road, are you going to be looking for cast members uh, in Fort McMurray for this?
1: Well, we have actually already held auditions for the project that we've been able to film and we're editing it together into a trailer currently. So we are seeking funding and using the trailer and all of that advertising to be able to uh, garner more interest and to be able to finish the last bit of shooting that we need to do for the project. So we already have a cast in place that is all Fort McMurray locals, and we're going to be using Fort McMurray crew as well. And so I'm really excited to be able to bring um, some film industry here to Fort McMurray and uh, to hopefully evolve the, the city beyond just, you know, oil production and and be able to maybe have a little bit of a film community here as well.
0: Yeah, you did kind of mention uh, you're looking for some corporate sponsorship for this project. Could you maybe elaborate on, uh, you know, maybe what those funds would go towards?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, we have been fortunate enough to be able to receive some funding for the project. And uh, so we're now wanting to get more of the community involved beyond just having the arts involved. I want to be able to open this up to some other corporate sponsors to be able to supports the arts here in Fort McMurray and be able to evolve it even further. And by nature of the script, it is a mockumentary uh, film. And so um, by nature of the script, we're actually going to be able to include the businesses within the script. So um, corporate sponsors that give a certain amount of money will be able to be included into the script. And uh, this is something that we're going to be aiming for global um, film festivals. So we're hoping to be able to then further be able to advertise companies that are local here in Fort McMurray and expand the breadth of their advertising as well
0: so it sounds like you 're trying to put Fort McMurray a bit on the map when it comes to uh, you know the arts and uh, you know movies in general
1: definitely yeah i I think that it, like I said before it Fort Mac has really been given a bad reputation and when you were here, a lot of people love it here, and I think it's important to be able to allow the world to be able to see how close the community is. I mean, with what Fort Mac has had to go through, you know, with the fires and the floods and and then the, you know, oil prices and how the entire economy is shifting, it's affected the community here, and it's forced all the residents to come together and band together to be able to help each other out and when the nearest city is five hours away it does force everybody here to have a lot have a lot stronger sense of what a community is and what the need for a community is and I think that that is something that is wholly unique to this northern community and hope that other people feel the same so I'm I'm hoping to be able to show that to the world and see how unique it is here and hopefully shift some perspectives on what Fort Mac actually is beyond just oil.
0: How can people contact you in regard to sponsoring this project?
1: Um, You can email me directly at nilshognestad at gmail.com, which is N-I-L-S-H-O-G-N-E-S-T-A-D at gmail.com.
0: Well I, well, I got you on the phone here, Nils. I wanted to ask you a bit about uh, your acting, directing, producing, writing career. Uh, what made you want, it, want to uh, pursue this and uh, get into this as a career?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I started wanting to do this at an incredibly young age, so I don't even know what the impetus fully was, I've always been interested in performing and the arts, and I've always sought it out since I was a child, so I don't remember anything else, and I've always actively sought it out. So I started acting professionally in film and television when I was 10 years old in the Wayans Brothers movie, The Sixth Man, and um, I've been acting ever since, primarily doing film, television, and voiceover work, and I'm now evolving myself into writing and producing and directing. Uh, So right after high school, after I'd already been working professionally in film and television, I wanted to actually get a degree in it. So I moved to Toronto and went to uh, what was then Ryerson University, which is now the Toronto Metropolitan University, and uh, uh, got my Bachelor of Fine Arts from that program there. And uh, then I moved to England and got my Master's of Fine Arts from the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art. And then moved to Los Angeles for a bit and worked there, and then moved back to Vancouver. And natural progression found my way over to Fort McMurray. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, this has been a great place for me to actually be able to write and um, start to understand how to produce properly, and learn how to apply for grants, and uh, actually learn how to make a business out of this and be the front runner behind making a project. So. While I've been in Fort Mac, I've actually been involved in the arts community. So I actually artistic directed last year's Wood Buffalo Excellence in Arts Awards, uh, the Buffy Awards, and we'll be doing it for the 2024 season as well. And um, it's been really great to be able to understand the community here and there is a great want for people to be able to perform more and have more avenues for performance. And I look forward to being able to bring more opportunities to artists that are here and hopefully be able to allow for people to be able to be paid to do the work that they really want to do as well.
0: I'll have more from my chat with Nils Hognestad next on Fort McMurray Matters. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. And we resume our conversation with Nils Hognestad. And I believe it also goes to show that uh, you can make visual art anywhere. I mean, you yourself, a great example. We're in LA, we're in Vancouver, we're in Toronto, Uh but now in Fort McMurray, working on this uh, project, uh, Fort Macbeth, as uh, well as some more.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that... um this is such a unique space to be in and i think the people that are from fort mcmurray maybe don't feel that but when you think about this community at a, in a global scale it's so unique and i'm really excited to see how the world responds to seeing what the community is and you know a lot this this will really allow the uh, allow for people to see fort Mac in a really positive comedic light that uh, isn't making fun of Fort McMurray, but, um, lovingly sending it up, you know?
0: I wanted to ask about, uh, your favorite part of show business. Uh, what could that be?
1: The people, it, I mean, <laughs> really that's the, the number one thing. I, I love the people that I work with and the people that are attracted to the arts, you know, the, the freaks, the geeks and the, and everyone in bet- in between it's, It's everybody that makes the arts that makes me love the arts and working with creative individuals who have dreams and passions and are actively pursuing that it's inspiring and it's a joy to be around. I will always love working with the people and it's always a surprise and a joy to work with different people and it's always changing. That's another thing I love about it is that it's totally different Every project you do, and I'm really excited to be able to be creating something of my own imagination and seeing that come to life and seeing who gets attracted to being a part of that project.
0: You mentioned it's always changing. I imagine not every day is the same.
1: Not every day is the same. I mean, I've been really fortunate with the work that I've done. Uh, It's brought me all over the world. I have filmed in Malta, all over Europe, and in the States, across Canada. Like, I've been very fortunate, and and it's always changing. You never know what's going to be coming in for auditions and, and what ends up actually, you know, being slated for your future. So yeah it's uh it's a very exciting industry and I, i'm excited to be able to bring that here to fort mac
0: i do notice a lot of your content is comedy related uh, do you have a favorite genre when it comes to acting and uh, writing producing yeah
1: i definitely love doing comedy for me um i i think that drama for most audiences nowadays is hard to digest like we live in a world that's very serious. And I think that the number one purpose of the arts is to entertain. And so for me, I love to be a part of work that is comedy because I think you can still deliver the same messages, but you know, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. If you can, if you can deliver it in a positive comedic light, I think people are able to digest it a little bit better. And I think that but making people laugh, you also have the opportunity to be able to change their mind in that moment without lecturing or, or being really serious. I think that we all want that escapism, especially now. So yeah, I love comedy because I think that it can reach everybody and you can still deliver an incredible message. Even if it's funny.
0: Uh, You mentioned, uh, you know, your take on, uh, Drama being you know sometimes a little hard to swallow, do you think the pandemic impacted that quite a bit?
1: I think so, and I think that it shifted people 's desire for what content they wanted to wanted to consume. I mean you see in when you look at stats behind what um, content actually became consumed by audiences since the pandemic happened, it was half hour comedy that became the number one thing that people turn to and like hour long dramas have had a very hard time functioning because who wants, well, there are very few people that want to be sitting down and spending an hour of their evening watching something serious. I think that we want to have something that is quick, easy to digest and puts us in a good mood. So For me, I think that that is uh, one of the most influential genres currently because you are actually able to get out a message while still entertaining people and reach a greater audience in that process.
0: When you're not working on uh, short films or acting in TV and movies, I noticed uh, that uh, you've been an instructor at the Vancouver Acting School. Is that uh, something ongoing? And uh, could you elaborate on that?
1: Uh, Since I moved to Fort Mac, it's not something that I have been able to continue with. I do continue teaching uh, at all times. I do online coaching. Um, I also do uh, audition coaching and uh, online sessions. Um, I am currently uh, working at getting some acting classes taught here in Fort Mac, uh, specifically focusing on film and television. Um, um, I do enjoy theater. I love going to the theater. Uh, I support theater at all times, but for me, I love on-camera work because especially now in this day and age, we can do that from anywhere. So even if you are up here in Fort Mac, you still can be auditioning for projects that are happening in Los Angeles. So it, the world is a lot smaller now, and that's because of the joy of technology. So I, I do love on-camera work, and I think that you can access a lot more with that. Um, Other than that, I I also write. Uh, I'm in the process of working on a novel currently. And and so, yeah, that's been my primary focus since being here in Fort Mac.
0: You mentioned you started acting at age 10, but uh, did you have a moment where you knew this could be a career?
1: Yeah. So when uh, I was younger, I was living in England, and um, we were only living in England for a year. And my parents really milked that for all it was worth. So every weekend they would go to the West End and they would see a show in the West End and I would beg my parents to take me with them. And they were, they had heard horror stories about taking kids to the theater. And I mean, it's expensive to be able to go, especially because we had to go all the way downtown London to be able to do it. And so um, they, they resisted and they were like, okay, you know, the final weekend that we're living in London we can go see a show, whatever you want to see. And I was like, well, I don't care what we see. I just want to see anything in the theater. And um, my sister was like, the only thing I want to see is cats. So we went and saw cats in the West End. And my mom said she had no idea what the show was about because she just sat watching me the whole time. And I was just completely in awe of the show, sitting at the edge of my seat, just taking and everything. And I don't know if I knew that that was when I wanted to be a performer or at least be involved in the arts, but that was at least the point when my mother realized that I was going to be in the arts. And uh, and she was like, oh no, we have an artist on our hands. <laughs> so that was a turning point for me for sure. And ever since then, I, I've been pursuing it by taking classes and getting an agent and auditioning and working and anything that I could do, teaching as well, doing community theater, um, performing in high school as well. So anything that came my way, I I pursued.
0: We'll be right back with more on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Ryan McNally, and we're back on Fort McMurray Matters with more from our chat with Nils Hognestad. Roots back to Norway, according to that uh, IMDB page I referenced a little bit earlier. And uh, you visit as often as possible. Uh, What does that look like?
1: Uh, well, I was there this past summer. I mean, uh, as with anybody in traveling since the pandemic, it, it had been quite difficult. So that definitely threw a spanner in the works uh, with being able to travel regularly. But um I was so happy to be able to go this past summer. Uh, my husband was able to meet everybody in my family out there. And uh, my, my father was one of 10 and my mother's one of seven. And so, I have 47 first cousins, and they're all living in Norway for the most part. And so there was a lot of family to visit. So we went back and had a bit of a couple big reunions on both sides of the family. And um, but prior to that, I mean, when I was living in England, I would go at least once a year. And when we were kids, we would go about once a year. But since the pandemic, it definitely change things around so I don't even know what's regular anymore I don't think anyone does but uh, the want is always there and I mean I do love Norway and um, there is a project that I'm working on right now that I do inevitably plan on filming in Norway but uh, and then when that happens I'd like to to live there for about two years and be able to be close to my extended family and understand my roots a bit more and, and just be kind of immersed in it and, and perfect my Norwegian, you know, because, uh, <laughs> I definitely speak Norwe more than I do straight up Norwegian and, uh, want to, want to protect my mother tongue.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was going to mention that too. English and Norwegian. How many doors does that open for you, uh, in terms of acting or, uh, voice acting?
1: Uh, it- it, it, it opens some. It's not like being French in Canada. Because if, if that was the case, if I spoke fluent French and with no accent, I'd I, I work a lot more. But um, uh, with my accent, it, 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 it does open up some opportunities. I mean, uh, I was fortunate uh, about like a handful of years ago, prior to the pandemic, uh, I booked this Danish movie, of all things. I don't speak Danish, but... Um, I was able to modify my dialect and be able to try and do Danish as good as, as well as possible. And uh, I played a lead in this Danish film called Min Sisters a Gul Gravana, which we shot in Montreal, and uh, that was a, a great experience. It was weird because in Montreal, all the crew was speaking French, and then all of the cast was brought over from Denmark. And so I was going between trying to speak French and English and Danish slash Norwegian all on set while also shooting another project in Toronto where I had to play an Australian backpacker. So um, that was a bit confusing. I- I've been able to do some voiceover gigs here and there. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the opportunities come up. It's just not as frequent as, as other more heavily spoken languages would be.
0: So a talented actor, director, producer, writer, and also a bronze medalist in swimming. So what can't Nils hey. <laughs> what can't Nils Hognestad do? Well, um, speak French. <laughs>
1: I'm still working on that. <laughs>
0: I did want to talk about that uh, bronze medal in swimming too. Uh, I guess A, how did that come about? And uh, B, uh, you know, do you still uh, partake in, you know, competitive swimming uh, of any kind?
1: No, I mean, that was back when I was in high school that I got that. So, like, that was so, that was another life ago. But, uh, I do continue swimming. I was actually swimming with the triathlon club here in Fort McMurray over at Mack Island. And, uh, I really enjoyed that. And I was encouraged to do some, some competitions. But I've also had multiple open heart surgeries. And so there's a little bit of anxiety around competing because I know I could push myself to a point where, it wouldn't necessarily be healthy anymore. So I'm considering it, but um, I think I just like to do it for the sport and for, for the health reasons.
0: Hey, totally understandable for that. Uh, (laughs) Aside from Fort Macbeth, uh, you mentioned your book. Do you have any other projects uh, on the go?
1: Uh, I do have a film that I'm going to be shooting in Calgary in March, which I'm looking forward to. It's a project that was written by a friend. I can't really share too much yet about that, but uh, that is a project that I'm working on. I'm also uh, working at producing a TV series that I would like to do here in Fort McMurray. But uh, the first thing I got to do is get this short film under my belt. And then once I got that, then I can start Focusing on uh, on doing something on a larger scale here, but uh, I got to build the community first before I can actually start to move on to the bigger projects. So start off with this, and then it has a possibility of being able to be a full feature-length film as well. And uh, I got some other writing projects in the mix that I'd like to do. So um, that's all happening, but one step at a time
0: so uh no one's heard of uh downtime in uh your household i'm assuming
1: oh heck no there that does not exist no every <laughs> day is a work day
0: <laughs> hey. every minute's a work minute <laughs> hey totally get it i'm in radio i i understand that life completely so uh <laughs> yes nils hognestad exactly. uh thank you so much for joining us anything else you'd like to add
1: uh, no, I just that I'm super happy to be in the, the community here in Fort McMurray and really look forward to seeing how we can all work together to be able to make something fantastic.
0: Awesome. Again, thank you so much for the time uh, here today. Thank you, Ryan. That was our show for today. A big thank you to Nils Hognestad for taking the time to join us on the phone today. That includes a great week of shows here on Fort McMurray Matters. Coming up on Monday, I chat with the Fort McMurray Wood Buffalo Economic Development and Tourism on a couple of topics, including next week's Cost of Living Brunch and Learn. Thank you for listening to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Ryan McNally. Have yourself a great day.